at the end of his impromptu set, he did joke about how if he had been able to perform on the stage that night, he would be way better because he wouldn't have been drunk. (laughs) So I'm like, all right. And he was like, I actually know how to talk to you guys. Welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. I'm Paulina. And I'm Joe. If you guys hear some random sounds today, we are dog sitting, so he'll try to be... We did try to tire him out, to be fair. We took him to the dog park and played monkey in the middle with him. Anyways, so before we actually get started, I just want to say that this topic is more serious than our usual fun banta. I would say and we definitely want to give it the I guess importance and understanding and we're trying to basically come from a place of understanding so hopefully there's nothing major that we miss but if we do please 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 make sure to let us know because we had to do a lot of learning I guess from prepping for we always prep for the episodes but just more than the usual yeah let us know what we miss we are doing this in good faith trying Mm -hmm. to have a conversation about this but we're not part of the demographic that this topic is about so if you are we'd appreciate the feedback exactly okay so before we get into the topic let's go through some music rex so this week i'm gonna be pulling it back a little bit to an older song okay i think pretty much everyone knows it but it's just i don't know why I've listened to it a couple times this week. Huh. I've just song wanted is it? to. Take Me Home Country Roads. Oh, I like that song. That's by a really John good song. Denver. I, again, I don't think this is shouldn't be new to anyone. Gerald with a hot take. Oh, hot take. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, no, I don't know why. Just been that's that's been the uh song that's been living rent-free in my head this week. Is it because I don't know if this happens to you, but to me, I like to listen to country music more over the summer. For some odd reason, I I don't know why it's like kind of a seasonal thing. And like I listen to emo music more during the fall and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you have that and that's why you were listening to songs like this. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't really listening to country music this week though. It was kind of just that. Just that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also have a wreck. It's called Comfort Texas by Buppy. It kind of gives role model vibes. If you guys know who he is, he's great. Indie kind of sad boy music, I would say. Or angry or not angry white girl but angsty sexually frustrated white girl music as i say as gerald says it's really good though so i would definitely check that out Mm -hmm. all right so again i just think this needs to be explicitly stated before we go into this topic Gerald and I are very pro-gay rights. We stand with the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. I personally think, at least in the U.S., we're going backwards, not forward. I think love is love and everyone should be able to have their own rights and be whoever they want to be and be with whoever they want to be. And that's just my stance on it. And what we're going to be talking about, part of the reason why we're talking about this is because it's it's just kind of crazy that this stuff goes down in modern day like I 
just feel like we haven't progressed. So Yeah, yeah. This is our kind of good faith attempt to have a conversation mm-hmm. around a very recent incident. For those that don't know, there was an incident at the Good Vibes Festival in Malaysia. Okay. Again, neither Paulina or myself are in the LGBTQ plus community. Or and anything. we're also not Malaysian. We're also not Malaysian. So, you know, we're not trying to, I mean, we'll give our opinions, but we're not trying to necessarily interject where our opinions aren't needed. This yeah. Is, this is really more of... Uh, we just wanted to talk about it because it's an important it's an important topic. topic yeah. That is a current event that's going on right now and it's obviously a, impacting the music industry. community and industry. Yeah. And because we talk about music, we wanted to talk about this. Like yeah. We, we don't want to shy away from difficult topics just because they're difficult to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of different thoughts I've seen mm-hmm. for, against what happened. Right. So um, I guess before we go through that, can you just talk about what exactly happened? Just break it down for us. Yeah. So there's this festival called the Good Vibes Festival that takes mm-hmm. place in Malaysia each year. In Kuala Lumpur, to be specific. Yes. I think this was like its 10 year anniversary of the oh, festival. Oh, I did like not that. know that part. Or, or it's been, the festival's not a brand it's new. It's not a brand new, right. But for those that don't know, there was an incident that happened by one of the headliners, the 1975 mm-hmm. British rock band. Yeah. Pretty famous. Yeah. Most people know of them, but the festival in Malaysia was canceled after the lead singer, Matty Healy, of the British band. He kind of went on a speech, essentially slamming the country's anti-LGBTQ laws and then kissed a bandmate on stage. Mm -hmm. And for those that don't know, you know, homosexuality is outlawed in Malaysia. Right. It was on the Friday night and this incident then prompted the essentially the the Ministry of Communications to cancel the rest of the event. It was a Mm -hmm. three-day festival so it was canceled after the first night and there's videos of this online. They're kind of blown up all over social media. I guess one of the quotes I wanted to touch on was what Healy said. I do not see the point of inviting the 1975 to a country and then telling us who we can have sex with. Okay. He also Also, then earlier or before he said that, I don't really know, I guess, the timeline of things. He said, basically, like, I didn't do my due diligence. I don't, I didn't look into some of the countries that we accepted to play at. So that is kind of on the artist part. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the same speech. Okay. He kind of went on this. Uh, that was just the one little snippet. I of it. If, if y'all want to find the whole speech. It's all over find social it online. media. There's some expletives in it that I can't say on the podcast. Ah. That I don't want us to get dinged for that. Right. Just so you know. I guess also he was visibly drunk and or and or impaired okay, during that, this. I've seen a lot of people talking about that, but I didn't go to the 1975 concert, their latest tour, but he was doing that as part of the like I guess acting that he was doing for their tour their most recent tour so I don't think that that was like necessarily also part of the issue in my opinion well it could or could not have been I think there was yeah. a point where he had like he was holding a bottle in his hand I no, can't I know but he's been doing that at their whole tour 
just acting yeah, drunk. Part, yeah, acting drunk, like kissing fans. He then like Yeah, he, he's fans, known for part, kissing fans. But a lot of that was part of their current tour. Basically what I was trying to say is that I think he's been doing the whole like drinking thing and whatnot as part of the act. Well, okay, I guess maybe the bottle's filled with water or something. Maybe it's just an act. Just one of my, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, whether you're for or against what happened... He uh, did something else too though that was kind uh, of... The alcohol should not affect yeah your opinion on it uh, you know because he did it either way uh the other thing he did aside from this so so kind of separate issue he smashed uh one of the festival owned drones on yeah, the stage yeah that's not cool and then again he was kind of in a maybe drunk maybe not drunk tirade was right. like don't fly these things over my head and then smashed it into the stage yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not trying to defend Maddie Healy because personally, I actually, I don't know if I like him, so. Honestly, we could probably do a whole episode on Maddie Healy incidents. For yeah. those that don't know, there have been a lot of incidents. Well, um, so, yeah, that's kind of something I wanted to talk about. So, some people were saying that Maddie Healy was being performative, potentially. Mm -hmm. So, members of Malaysia's LGBTQ community have been saying that he was performative and warning that it could lead to further discrimination. And like you said, that apparently it's not the first time that he's sparked controversy. So... Earlier this year, he it looked like he did a Nazi salute on stage during a song called Love It If We Made It, as he sang lyrics that are like critical of Kanye West. Yeah, so I, I read into that a little bit. People were saying, you know, it was satirical. He was trying to make fun of Kanye and right. Donald Trump and stuff during that. But again, it's a lot of the, it's I don't think he realizes the way that things come out. Yeah, and th there's been way more than this. Like there are uh, incidences of misogynism, right? Um, other things. Like we, we don't even need to get into all that today. There's been a lot. So wasn't there another one in Dubai or something? Yeah. So actually, that one is somewhat related. Not related, but okay. Adjacently related to this issue in 2019, a similar incident occurred with Matty Healy. He kissed not his bandmate mate, but a male fan on stage during a concert in Dubai. Was there consent? I believe so. Okay. But similar situation, Dubai has, you know, very strict yeah, yeah. anti-gay laws in place. And it's it's kind of, he did it in defiance. I then looked it up and he, he had regret about doing that because then there's risk of he leaves that country. Well, and yeah, what about the kid? But it's a fan. That, right, that lives exactly. there, you know. So he said he got in contact with the fan later that night and made sure made that, sure he, that was he was okay. okay and stuff. But at the time, late, uh, you know, a couple days later, said he wished he hadn't done that or thought okay. it through it, more beforehand. One thing I did see in social media, I kind of went through the Reddit rabbit hole, and there was a lot of people saying that he kind of has like white savior complex, which I could see it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to say this guy is being performative but mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i mean that's kind of a whole conversation in and of itself aside from the white savior complex but and not just maddie healy but but there have been like uh this is kind of a side you know somewhat side take to the actual issue but along with the white savior conversation there's conversations around is this you know appropriate in general is this the west pushing 
ideals oh. on smaller countries and whatnot. Yeah, that's a possibility too. Again, stating our stance that we are pro LGBTQ, I did find an interesting study out of Pew Research Center Okay. Uh, that polled Malaysians. I'll just preface this. This took place in 2013. So this so is, this a, is a little ago. outdated. Yeah. And for reference, that's, that's around the time frame gay marriage was first legalized in the States where we are. This was So this was a survey that they did. And at the time, it showed only 9% of the Malaysian population actually supported homosexuality. Okay. Um, and 86% believe that it should not be accepted okay. in, in their society. You know, there's a couple reasons for this. One, you know, Malaysia's not as developed as the U.S. It has a strong conservative Islamic culture mm-hmm. as well. There's different things that play into it. And so, again, our opinion is pro-LGBTQ. Right. There are rights. There are conversations around Western culture pushing certain mm-hmm. ideals on, on other countries and right. stuff. That's kind of another side conversation that's going along with this. Mm. I guess I did mention that I went into the Reddit rabbit hole mm-hmm. and I wanted to just put three comments that I saw from different Redditors. The first two were basically against Maddie Healy saying like he was an idiot for doing this. Mm-hmm. But and they, again, there was so many comments, but these just really, I felt like Some, summarized it, it. Yeah. The first one said, this was the stupidest thing they could have done without the context of how sensitive the situation is in our country. They've just given the extreme right right-leaning parties the greatest ammunition to fire what is already a discriminated minority in an Islamic majority country. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're kind of citing the religious authority in Malaysia of basically like putting these anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and laws Mm -hmm. in place. The second one, also against Maddie Healy was saying, this is a clear example of someone thinking they're doing the right thing by speaking up without understanding the situation on the other side first. Yeah. Which that is where, when I saw that he even said like, I guess I didn't look into the countries that we were accepting. That's when I'm like, okay, do your due diligence, dude. Yeah, and also understand how your actions might impact others right when you you know when you do them right. i agree that kind of goes hand in hand this third redditor though was kind of on a different i guess viewpoint mm-hmm. but they said most people in this thread have made their reasonable points which i agree with this is definitely ammunition for conservatives and maddie healy is usually considered a blank for other actual valid reasons That being said, I was there and I can't lie, it was pretty magical. I'm Malay and queer. The special moments come few and far between where I feel really accepted in a public place in this country. This was one of those moments. It may have staggered the progress we've been making, even if it was progress in the first place, but F it. If the conservatives in this country are already trying their hardest to get rid of us, and I've never felt more free at being myself and open in that moment. So I just kind of wanted to discuss these three takes Mm -hmm. and obviously the general conversation around it. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all valid points. And that's that's the one thing LGBTQ plus 
individuals I feel like get lumped together mm-hmm. often and I feel like there are even some people who have, wait what do you mean they get lumped together often? like people always assume they all have the same opinion oh right and like if all like if for example I'm a Latino and all of us are the same even though a Mexican is super different than like a Cuban or Venezuelan yeah or Colombian whatever but I like you know these Redditors here had you know different thoughts right it. some were super against it and then the last one you said was he agreed with the other people that it, you know it is making it more difficult but right. still like just to feel that inclusivity mm-hmm. appreciated it so i don't know in his comment he said maddie healy is very known for being not a great person yeah for like he said valid reasons and what right. seemed like valid reasons from what i seen but i i don't want to i guess project you know my the intent on maddie healy so taking it his good faith attempt to... i'm sure he's in my opinion i feel like he's probably just like a person that is you know very pro lgbtq plus rights and like is you know more progressive than others but he doesn't realize the impact that someone of his level of stardom because he's pretty huge i mean he dated taylor swift so like I don't think he understands the gravity of what his actions the consequences that they can have and what saying one thing can have ripple effects you know what I mean it's like if he was saying stuff against for example DeSantis here in the U.S. at Coachella the way that Boy Genius did you know crowd's gonna cheer blah 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 but Mm -hmm. they're I mean I guess, I don't know. The LGBTQ community is more likely not gonna have these crazy repercussions. I mean, I guess it depended on if we had a different president, you know, maybe, Mm -hmm. but... I guess, where was I going with this? I don't, I just think that he has the right intentions, but he doesn't do his due diligence to learn about how what he does can affect people. Yeah. I have a slightly different thought on it. I mean, I'm okay. I'm not a big Maddie Healy fan. I'm not a uh, fan either. No, 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 no. I know you're not. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying from what I've seen, I don't think he's the best guy. I try not to, me personally, I try not to like take too negative an opinion of celebrities because they're not people I know. Well, yeah, you're never going to know. But I've heard enough stories where it's just like, I don't think I'd really want to know him in person. He doesn't seem like the greatest guy, but I always like giving the benefit of the doubt. So in this, even giving him the benefit of the doubt that this was his attempt, a a good, a somewhat good faith attempt to Mm -hmm. actually call criticism, Mm -hmm. you know, to this, you know removing bias about Maddie Healy and stuff. So just take it at face value. He meant this to be a good thing. People are still going to be mixed on how they take it. Yeah. Then you add in the whole background of Maddie Healy sucks. He's not the best guy. You know, look at everything he's done in the past. This is definitely performative. Then you get even worse reactions to how it's taken. I I mean, I don't disagree with you. It could be perceived as performative for sure, especially given some of his past things. And like, if he already regretted it in Dubai, then like, bro, learn your lesson. Mm Mm-hmm. Or take a stand a different way. Yeah. I think it would have been, it would have made a lot more sense if he took a stand with his money, like put your money where your mouth is and don't accept these shows. Mm-hmm. Don't accept shows and- Don't accept shows in places that 
you don't agree with their politics or, you know, be, I guess, learn a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I mean, that sucks, though, because at the end of the day, you're still also rejecting, like, a fan base that might actually want, like, they feel represented by how you, like, are outspoken for them. But Mm -hmm. it, I don't know, it's kind of a lose-lose situation. I'm not saying that celebrities should keep their mouth shut because I don't, I actually don't think that that's a good thing either. But I guess I think I want them to be more intelligent about it yeah i mean i don't disagree i think and i don't think this is like a a thing just surrounding maddie healy i think this has around a lot of celebrities sometimes this is one of the situations where i feel like celebrities are sometimes stuck between a rock and a hard place if they speak up even if they mean it in a good faith attempt Mm -hmm. you know it could be like they're not the most educated on it so they don't go around it right the best way and then people accuse them of being performative or doing Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. it you know for those reasons and then if they don't speak up then a lot of times they're like well why aren't you why speaking, aren't you up, speaking more up more exactly. about this issue so this isn't just something that is unique to maddie healy I don't right think. what's unique about him is that he's done this kind of he's done stuff before different mm-hmm. antics but yeah i guess let's just move on to a little bit of the aftermath so mm-hmm. as far as the festival organizers which is future sound asia they confirmed in a press conference that the incident is an anomaly and not indicative of the festival or the industry at large yeah and they also stated that the 1975 incident should not overshadow the thousands of successful performances by international artists in malaysia because again they don't this is kind of going back to what I'm saying. It's like the the Malaysian fans deserve to have artists come and do performances mm-hmm. there. But so I guess they're just trying to kind of say, like, not deter other artists from coming here. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, one of the impacts that I wanted to make sure we didn't miss is like, you know, will this have an impact on the music industry right. in Malaysia? I'm sure it will. Obviously, you know, that's somewhat less important than, mm-hmm. you know, persecution by the government for... Right for your sexuality but it is something to note some people are saying it may mm-hmm. you know there might be promoters and stuff that are hesitant to to s- go there well to set up shows right. in malaysia and, right. and try to invite fans mm-hmm. so following the incident future sound asia again they were the organizers of the fest and a life have been in discussion with the government and authorities on how to move forward and safeguard the live performance industry so basically what you were talking about yeah safeguard i'm not i i saw that statement statement too and it's also kind of weird because it's like yeah how do we keep the music industry alive but also how do you keep your people safe well how do you keep it alive under their viewpoint exactly you know not of being discriminatory towards Mm -hmm. lgbtq plus people exactly so yeah I'm not sure how I felt about that. But one thing I did see I wanted to make note of, there actually is a class action lawsuit being readied. Oh, wow. uh, In Malaysia because of this incident. Mm -hmm. As of recording this episode, it hasn't been filed. Mm -hmm. But it's it's from a Malaysian law firm and it's to seek compensation over losses suffered as a result of the incident. The firm's founder labeled it as a deliberate, reckless act done knowing well of the consequences. Yeah, I mean, imagine not just obviously the festival organizers, but vendors like that were going to go and showcase their food or their merch or whatever. A lot of people that could have used that money are now out of it. And probably with all this extra merch that now what are they going to do with it? Yeah, so actually there were 
28 food vendors and Mm -hmm. apparently they all suffered huge losses because of this. Yeah. Most of them had to spend around $2,500 minimum. Wow. um, Just, you know, getting ready. And that, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of money in the U.S., but that's even a a lot more there. Yeah. Uh, And And again, to each vendor, that could be a month of hard work basically down the drain or, you know. That's just like the basics of, you know, getting, stocking up on supplies Supplies. and getting like the the approval to be a vendor for that festival. That's wild. That doesn't even include if you have to rent extra equipment, staffing, logistics, and all all the time it took if you had to prep food to be able to support that many people. That's crazy. So, So there were, you know, that's one thing that's also not being talked about too much is the local community that was impacted local mm-hmm. food vendors that mm-hmm. you know could be out huge huge amounts of money that right. they're gonna you know they might not be able to recover from that right just because some guy was having his white savior moment mm-hmm. but at the moment there are five artists and five vendors on board with the class action lawsuit the good vibes festival organizer future sound asia is not involved in it i wonder Um, if they want to do their own i mean they stated they wouldn't be against legal action if they needed Hmm. it you know interesting but you know they they named all four members of the 1975 in the lawsuit right so you know clearly it's going to be seeking the the compensation from them. What if Maddie didn't even ask his bandmates? Because it's not just his band, too. I mean, it didn't seem like he did. No, I... Oh, it didn't seem like no, he did? No, in the video. He kind of just... I mean, maybe... Like, he waved over to the bassist, the guy he kissed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he came in, you know, guns a-blazing and just laid it on him. That's Maddie one... did or the bassist? Both. Um, and that's what I think... It's kind of funny that Maddie Healy is the one that's getting all the heat. But it takes two people to kiss yeah that's a good point i guess um, but yeah i guess it's because he's done stuff before i don't know yeah the face of the band but i don't know but yeah i just wanted to note there is a lawsuit that's being worked on so mm-hmm. maybe we'll give an update on that if it yeah. gets filed in the next week or two right for sure maybe we'll know some more details another thing i want to touch on is kind of muse's response to the festival and maddie healy's response to muse oh god was Muse at the festival? No, 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 no. So festival's canceled. Muse is going to be the... For those that don't know, Muse is a very large rock band. Oh, yeah. They are going to be the first big international headliner back in Malaysia post the Good Vibes incident. Oh. So they're going to be the next... The guinea pig. Yeah, they're going to be the guinea pig for what goes on next. But a report has come out that they apparently pulled one of their songs from their planned set list. That was to kind of prevent any incidents from happening. What? song so i haven't seen any confirmation on it mm-hmm. there are people online who say they know for sure what it is there's always people online. there's always people like that so i i i'm stating this i don't know for sure but and i, I can't say the name online again just so but the acronym would be we a f f you can look up a song that we has are something something blanking um, blanked <laughs> oh my gosh so you know feel free to look up that song if you want supposedly it was just pulled because of the title i don't i don't know that song so i don't really know what it's about uh, honestly but maddie healy responded on his instagram stories basically saying like oh kind of like 
That's just, that's all he said. I think they had something, it was like, you know, join the resistance or something. And then it was like in a report that they pulled the song and it's like, oh, you're not actually like fighting oh them. You're gosh. trying to, you know, still perform there and go along with it. I don't know. Ugh. Okay. Well, I guess going on to the aftermath of the bands that actually were at the Good Vibes okay. Fest. So obviously let's start with the 1975. So they have since canceled their remaining Asia tour dates and that consisted of headlining Jakarta's We The Fest and a standalone show in Taiwan. And then mm-hmm. Matt also said that the band never take the decision to cancel a show lightly and had been eagerly looking forward to playing for fans in Jakarta and Taipei, but unfortunately due to current circumstances, it is impossible to proceed with the scheduled shows. Yeah, it's funny though. So Indonesia actually doesn't have any national laws against homosexuality or anything. Okay. Uh, but there are some local laws against it. I looked it up. Uh, so, you know, it's possible that they, you know, like may have, finally looked into maybe it. Maybe they like looked like, oh yeah, should we cancel some of these other ones or something? So I, I again, don't know the reasons. Maybe they're just like, oh, we're getting too much heat. Let's cancel Let's just it. Cancel. Something. But yeah, one thing to consider. Hmm. So the Strokes also were going to be at Good Vibes Fest. And they announced a second concert in Singapore to cater to Malaysian fans after the cancellation of Good Vibes Fest. Mm -hmm. They were actually going to be playing in Malaysia for the very first time, Mm -hmm. which kind of sucks. I mean, knowing like I've seen the Strokes and knowing that I may never see the Strokes if I had lived in Malaysia, (laughs) because like they, you know, may or may not come back. That would suck. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they were all really excited to be there doing their Asia tour. So Mm -hmm. they did say that they tried to do a concert in in Malaysia with no luck and so the one the second show that they're gonna do in Singapore is not super close but what they're gonna try to do is give Malaysian fans that have a passport or a driver's license proving that they're Malaysians they're gonna give them big 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 merch discounts you know if they make their way over there so also the kid Leroy was gonna be playing at Good Vibes Fest and he basically found out that the festival was canceled as soon as his plane landed in Malaysia. And so what he did was on that Saturday night, he brought an abbreviated version of his show to a local hotel bar. So can you imagine having the kid Leroy just playing at a like hotel bar? Fans were pretty happy about it. Mm-hmm. And he did say, two things before I start. I'm very drunk, number one. Ever since they canceled the show, I had no option but to go right to the bar. So he did play all of his, like, bigger songs. So he played Stay. He also played Without You and Diva. The set list is a little unclear if you guys are big Kid Leroy fans, but... Mm -hmm. You can find it on social media. And at the end of his impromptu set, he did joke about how if he had been able to perform on the stage that night, he would be way better because he wouldn't have been drunk. (laughs) So I'm like, all right. And he was like, I actually know how to talk to you guys. So I guess he was pretty, I don't know how belligerent he was, but he sounded fine. I heard some of the videos of him singing Stay. And he's still okay. Yeah, to me. But anyways, other festival artists made plans to meet fans after the festival cancellation so for example alexander 23 announced a fan meet and greet at the universal music group malaysia office so that was pretty cool you know they Mm -hmm. got to actually meet him and then some local musicians including ready rocket nafal ice sky alfie rari and afaro also teamed up with emo night of kuala lumpur and they organized a last minute free gig for their fans that's good that some bands were still able to like form or make the most of a strange situation i'm proud that julian and the strokes 
tried to do what it seems like their best because yeah you know i love them so the kind of main last thing that i wanted to touch on is some of the aftermath for the people of malaysia Mm -hmm. so they do have some upcoming elections and they're going to be state elections held on august 12th 2023 it's unclear if you know any of this is going to affect those elections but maybe some of the politicians will be bringing it up in their speeches And kind of the last point that I wanted to make is whatever you think about Maddie Healy's actions, he did succeed in drawing global attention to Malaysia's persecution of queer citizens. So I don't know about you, but if this whole incident hadn't happened, I don't think that I would have had the thought to be like, oh, hmm, let me check out how Malaysia, what their politics and laws are for against like the LGBTQ plus community. So, I mean, it did raise awareness. Yes. there were at least some positives yeah. I'd say out of it. I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, not sure if it outweighs everything else or what people are saying. Again, I'm not Malaysian or in the LGBTQ plus community. I'm not as intimately familiar with, you know, what actually goes down right. in that country, you know, what right. that persecution is like. So I kind of just have to take it at the word of the comments I've seen online mm-hmm. that people that are there that are in the trenches there mm-hmm. per se right. are saying, you know, they think it's more negative impact than positive exactly so i mean yeah just kind of wanted to throw that out there so there i guess we'll see i mean this just happened so we don't really exactly know what the aftermath Mm -hmm. is gonna be for the people of malaysia or the lgbtq community but my i guess final comment is you know we support the lgbtq plus community we're here for you and we just obviously wanted to bring this this incident to light Mm -hmm. yeah i guess kind of my final thought is honestly just like educate yourself on the issue more and see what you can actually do to help Mm -hmm. like you know listen to the voices of the people Mm -hmm. that are living there right you know because even even the struggles they go through are different than than maybe even lgbtq Mm -hmm. plus people here in the states exactly so those are the people you should be listening to yeah versus just flying into a country you may have never been before and not really knowing what Mm -hmm. the repercussions of your actions exactly will be again you know we can put some of maddie healy's past actions into this and it can maybe help interpret Mm -hmm. what we think the reasons for him doing this in malaysia was but also we can you know view it kind of in its own as a separate event as a separate event too and form a different opinion exactly it's there's a lot of different things at play here and a lot of different conversations to have around even this specific subject that it's difficult to get into in Mm -hmm. just a single podcast episode exactly so we do want to hear what you guys think about this i mean this is not uh it's a pretty intense subject and we're definitely all ears when it comes to educating ourselves more and learning more and just honestly we're just genuinely curious about your thoughts so yeah a lot of y'all's opinions especially if it impacts you directly are definitely more important than our own exactly you know we're just trying to start the conversation around it so where can people give us those thoughts yeah give us those thoughts at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com our email's always open Mm -hmm. give us your feedback on on this episode you can also dm us on instagram at Mm educate.your.earbuds.pod you can message us on threads also by the same handle find us at tiktok educate.your.earbuds i think you can also comment in the episode if you're on spotify so yeah we definitely want y'all's feedback on this episode exactly 
And if you did like this episode and you want to hear more about the music career events or really anything else that we have talked about in this podcast, make sure that you like it, subscribe, review, and share it with your friends. And please give us five stars. It really, really, really does help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and iHeart Podcasts. Yeah. And definitely since this is kind of a more important current event, mm-hmm. definitely if, if you think someone might be able to learn from this or something, if you you think it was beneficial to hear definitely yeah. definitely share it with others that you think might get some benefit out of it exactly but with that hope we did well this week and thanks for listening bye y'all